When the sun rises, I wake up and chase my dreams. I won't regret when the sun sets, cause I live my life like I'm a beast. What up? You're listening to the Lifestyle Practice Podcast. Hey everybody, thanks for joining in this week. I'm Steve Vandegraaff and I am going to be your host today. Welcome to the Lifestyle Practice Podcast. And happy December to everyone out there. I just want to say first that we are excited after last week's launch to start working with the newest group of dentists joining the Lifestyle Practice Coaching. Congrats to all of you guys who are stepping it up and getting ready to take your practices to the next level. We are really excited to work with you. I wanted to share with you today a brief message, but what I believe is an empowering principle that can be very encouraging to Dennis, no matter where you're at in your journey right now. Once in a while, when we are, you know, either sharing tips online or emails or talking about this stuff, we'll get somebody that kind of pushes back against kind of our philosophy and, and what we're teaching. These people, uh, they don't really like our like the Kool-Aid we're putting out there, and they're usually pretty concerned with the future of dentistry, which I can understand why people why people may worry about that stuff. But they often refuse to believe that other people are doing great things just because they're not. Or more commonly, they'll write the possibility off and say, well, that's just you or you're a unicorn or an outlier. And basically resign to the mindset that success is just meant for some people, but not for them. And I've thought about this. Is being successful and reaching your goals just for certain people and not others? Can like only the inherently really talented people pull this off or can really normal people like you and me kind of uh, do really big things? And as you can probably guess, I would like to submit to you that reaching your dreams and goals is not just something for the naturally gifted. Instead, discipline is more important than natural talent. Now, don't get me wrong. If you've got natural talent and everything just comes easy to you, that is awesome. Maybe you got to choose to be rich and good looking. Good for you. And if I was you, I would take that for sure. But if you don't feel that's you, I want to share with you tonight that that's okay. Even more important than innate ability is discipline. The determination to develop in yourself qualities that you feel are lacking. A recent study that I think is pretty cool compared people's IQ and other traits to their level of life success. IQ has interestingly been found to be about 75% genetic. So most of your smarts or the way they measure intelligence is kind of luck of the draw. You're more or less born with most of that. But the study found that perseverance and passion for long-term goals or what they define to be as grit is more important than IQ and talent in determining your life success. This should come as welcome news for all of us who got B's and C's through school and for those for whom it seems like you have to work really hard to get anything to go your way. But it's pretty awesome. And why is this so? I'd say that natural ability may get you ahead in certain areas, sometimes multiple areas. But since nobody is perfect, there's always going to be weaknesses elsewhere that will really limit you from reaching your full potential. Whereas somebody with less inborn talent may not have the same head start, but with a disciplined approach to improving and developing themselves, 
they can basically apply themselves to learn in any area or develop any characteristic. So there's really nothing that isn't possible for someone like this to learn and master as long as they're willing to put the work in. We look at our lives and our careers with either a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. A fixed mindset basically sees our circumstances as rigid and immovable. We are who we are and our environment around us is basically the cards that we were dealt. I think this is more or less the default mindset or at least the lazy one that requires no effort. On the other hand, a growth mindset views our position and ourselves as things that can change with persistent effort. If we don't like our present circumstances, it is within our own power to change them. Our background or our past doesn't have to determine our future. So it's pretty cool. Another study summed up these two mindsets in people to determine their attitude, which again, they found was a better predictor of success than intelligence. And I think that's really cool because it, it shows that it's not just like motivational, like pick you up talk, but science really backs and proves this. Now, you may be asking, how does this really apply in dentistry? Well, I'd say tons of ways, right? If you dread, for example, leading a team meeting and motivating your staff because it's not natural for you, you know, you feel it can be awkward or you're unsure of yourself sometimes, that's all right. You can sit down and you can make a plan to improve in your leadership and communication in this area. It may be, you know, reading a book on communication. It may be you just need to prepare more before the meetings. Maybe you need a mentor to role play what you're doing, help you know where to change things. But this is something that you can learn. I remember me personally trying to lead my first few meetings a few years ago as a brand new owner or the conversation I had when I first let somebody go. And I just cringed thinking about those interactions. They were terrible and super awkward. But, you know, from that point, being self-aware, I realized I had to change and improve. And over time, practice and learning has helped me dramatically in this area. A clinical example. It could be that you are, you know, a natural rock star clinician and you are God's gift to dentistry. If so, power to you. You, you should post all of your beautiful work online for us to just, you know, ooh and on ah feel bad about <laughs> So if, you, if that's you, that's awesome. But if you're like most of the rest of us, there are things that you are not good at or maybe not comfortable doing. It may be easy to say, you know, I can't do that or it's too hard. You could say, I didn't get any of that experience in my dental school, yada, yada, whatever it is. Or you could put your head in the right place and you can believe that expanding your clinical skill set is doable because you know other people have done it. So why can't you? If you want to improve in, for example, endo, or you want to stop referring all of your extractions out, make a plan to improve. Pick a specific area that you want to take on and study it out. It'll take a lot of studying, a lot of asking questions. You'll probably have to invest money in some instruments and the right equipment. You're going to stretch your comfort zone at first, but you can learn. One last example. Maybe you're an associate dentist and you just feel kind of frustrated hearing about dentists going into ownership and hitting a home run. I know we talk a lot about that on this podcast. It could seem like this is for everybody else except you. You know, if you love being an associate, awesome. But if you wish you could be one of those people, nobody is holding you back except you. 
it's not written in the stars that other people are destined to have that and that for some reason you're not. They had to make the hard choice and risk to jump into ownership and you too can choose to do the same. Whenever you're ready to make the move, you should do it. So next point here, being disciplined is not easy, but appreciating the law of sacrifice can help. So sacrifice is the life principle of giving up something now for something different in the future. John Maxwell said it this way, give up to go up. And I'll ask you, what are you willing to sacrifice to reach your goals? Are you willing to put in the time in working late nights or early mornings? What about, you know, having less playtime for you or with your friends? I remember my partner, Justin, who shared that on vacations he would take with his friends early in his career, they would, they'd tease him because he'd be on his computer every morning. You know, they'd say, why are you working? We're on vacation. Well, every single morning without fail, he's checking his real estate market for new houses going up on MLS to find the best real estate deals. Over time, you know, it was probably a lot of sacrifice, but it's paid off. There's a lot of time and hard work that needs to be put in, but most of the time, I think what we need to sacrifice isn't really that much. I mean, most of the time it requires is just sacrificing our idleness or throwaway time. I mean, how much time do we waste each day? Just give up all of the distractions and laziness, and it's likely that you'll have enough time to reach your goals and still recreate and enjoy friends or do whatever you like to do. Another sacrifice we need to make, not in time, but just as important, is sacrificing our ego. We need to let go of our defenses and our pride and self-image before we can accept that we really need to change things. It's interesting in being able to work one-on-one with Dennis, the ones that say, no, you know, I don't do it that way, or I've already got that down. Those people are the ones that are just really fighting an uphill battle. But the dentists that come in and they're just really open to any feedback and they're totally willing to do anything that's recommended to them, they find dramatic success. If it's really hard to sacrifice something we enjoy, whether that's, you know, giving up binge watching Netflix in order to put in work after hours, or maybe letting go of being a hands-off lazy leader in the office, if those things are hard, just come back to our why. Having our why and our vision in the forefront of everything we do will straighten out our priorities for us. If we have our why and priorities lined up, suddenly laziness, it isn't really fun anymore. It's more of a distraction. And now all this extra work, it's not really a chore anymore. It, it becomes like a mission. It's very fulfilling to accomplish these things. Nietzsche said, if you have a why to live, you can bear almost any how. Now that can have layered meanings to it, right? Like the will to survive or whatnot. But in our discussion here, if you have a true purpose or desire, you can really go through almost anything to achieve it. So you guys, short and sweet one today, but remember, innate ability and natural talent are not as important as focused perseverance and discipline. Adopt in your head an open rather than fixed mindset to help you be able to change and be willing to sacrifice whatever is necessary to make it happen. This will help you as you build the practice you want. It'll help you in your non-professional goals, and it can just help you improve your person and life more generally. If you want any help in reaching these goals or in reaching them faster, that is what we do. So don't hesitate to reach out to us, Derek, Justin, or Steve at thelifestylepractice.com. 
You guys have a great week. Jump without a net, never break a sweat, cause I live my life like it's all.